0: nothing worse than bad pd right where you're sitting there going uh and there's nothing better than good pd right where you get something that you're like oh my gosh i can actually use this it can transform your career and and i wanted to be part of that
1: what's up everybody and welcome to another episode of the hype to teach podcast the podcast that goes beyond the lesson plans beyond the classroom that focuses on the teacher as a person Uh, My name is Joel Nieto. I'm your host. And today joining us, she's been called the Michael Jordan of teacher development. She's the author of Talk, Read, Talk, Write, A Practical Approach to, was it learning? I can't remember. Oh gosh, it's terrible.
0: That's okay. A practical approach to To learning in the K-12 classroom.
1: Learning in the K-12 classroom. And you've also co-authored a book called...
0: Diverse Learner Flipbook. There you go. Yep.
1: And she's also the uh, educational consultant at Silence.
0: You got it. Alright, see?
1: I'm getting there. Um, Nancy Molly, thank you so much for for coming on the on the, on the Neither. show. Neither. So Neither. let me ask you a question. When you come to these trainings, are are you are you nervous? You, do you ever get over those nerves?
0: I. that's interesting that you say that. Today I was really nervous. Should I talk to you or talk no, to you? Talk, talk to me. Okay, all, all right. Um so what they had me do here was teach a middle school math lesson, and math is not my background. So I had a lot of nerves this morning. Um, I was in a safe environment. I've worked with this group of teachers, you know, multiple times. I know you guys aren't going to throw rocks at me. Yeah. Um, some trainings I've done so many times that I don't. Wanna, I wouldn't say I feel nervous, but I always have that anticipation of like, um, am I going to make the connection with my audience that I want to make? You know, if you don't know the teachers, you don't know who you're talking to. That's really my primary goal in that first hour is to get a get connection and, and yeah and, and you don't know if you're going to get that or not so there's a little bit of that anxiety every day.
1: So How, uh, how long have you been doing this like this part of Nancy Motley? Yeah, as a...
0: So I've been um, consulting full-time for 10 years a decade this is my 10-year anniversary actually my boss we have a company meeting coming up and he said they're thinking about hazing me for my 10-year oh, anniversary man. so
1: hopefully um, they're not too mean.
0: I. They won't be they won't be.
1: So um so you say 10 years doing consulting but how long were you in the educational field before because you were a teacher obviously right do you still teach
0: no i I just model lessons like this so i'm not i don't work at a school district anymore i started teaching at 21 i was a brand new baby teacher and uh, i I moved around to a bunch of different grade levels at the beginning just kind of going where i thought it might fit and um i I landed teaching english language arts predominantly
1: you wanted to do that
0: yeah yeah oh yeah I loved it um you don't teach English
1: no I've I've taught a couple long-term subs where I was doing elementary so I had to teach all of it and ELA was the most terrifying one because I just I I loved it when I was growing up like I love reading and I love writing I love all that stuff but actually being responsible to teach kids that stuff
0: yeah it is a big responsibility and and you don't get a classroom full of kids like you were you don't have 22 kids that can't wait to learn how to read right (laughs) a lot of times it's like pulling teeth
1: did you so you start off in la and you said you were twenty.
0: well i kind of bounced around i was self-contained for a little while i've taught math and mostly in elementary and then i kind of moved up to upper elementary middle school ela did a little bit of social studies and then when i left the classroom I was a Um, reading coach on a fifth and sixth grade campus, so part of my job was working with readers that were struggling, and then the other part was working with teachers, and that's kind of where I found the niche. I I miss miss kids, I really do, but I love working with teachers because I remember being a teacher and there's nothing worse than bad PD, right, where you're sitting there going, uh, and there's nothing better than good PD, right, where you get something that you're like, oh my gosh, I can actually use this. It can transform your career, and, and I wanted to be part of that.
1: No, you know, like uh, I said, people call you the Michael Jordan of.
0: Only of, you of, do. I've never heard yeah, that I've before. Yeah, I've never heard
1: that. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> made that part up. But like, I will say the same thing. I remember when I, my first year teaching, I got I got hired off of being a long term sub, uh-huh. and so I felt like every PD I was going to, I was like, oh, these are terrible. And then I, I had yours. And I'm not trying to. I'm not lying. I, like when I went to yours, I was like, okay, I felt like I could apply this, and I try it in my classroom. Every PD I went to. But out of all the all the ones that um, seemed to give me the most bang for my buck was definitely yours. So
0: awesome! Um, well, good. I'm happy to hear that. That means I'm succeeding at my goal.
1: So you t- okay? So we talked about 21 year in, um, and then you be in the last 10 years. Of this so first off, did you always want to be a teacher when you were growing up, or was that something? Or did you have different plans in life and then?
0: No, I um I don't know that I kind of grew up dying to be anything. You know, I just kind of went through life and was happy and had my friends and. Took the classes I had to take in high school, and okay. and then um, you the know, bucket. end of high school, it was time to pick a path, you know, yeah. for college, and I thought I would be good at teaching. And I went into the teaching coursework. It's funny because I was um, also majoring in history. My plan was to be a high school history teacher. And um, when I was in my junior year of high school at College, I thought to myself, you know, I'm only going to be like three years older than the kids I'm conceivably going to be teaching.
1: It's a big deal. And
0: that terrified me. So junior year, I kind of switched. I ended up still getting my history endorsement, but I switched to doing elementary ed so that I'd be be certified. That's where I first started. uh, So I'd be certified. K to eight. And I could always go back and take the history test if I wanted to teach high school. But the thought of like being a 21-year-old teaching 18-year-olds, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have any street cred. <laughs> it's, it's
1: So, it's rough.
0: you know, even while I was in teaching, I never stuck with like, I love fourth grade reading and I want to teach it forever. Like, I think. Part- so you had
1: in mind that idea of going into other contests yeah, and switching. Well, I, just,
0: I just, I, once I feel like I've gotten really good at something, I'm ready for another challenge, you know, and, and if I got to a point where I'd been teaching the same grade for where I felt like, man, other than new kids every year, I I know this, I own this. I know exactly the best way to teach it. I'd rather tackle another challenge than continue doing that, you know, kind of like always sharpening my saw. And so I think I've been able to do this work for this long because every audience of teachers is totally different. And I don't do that 365 days out of the year. I also get to write. So I have a big creative outlet that.
1: No, that's important.
0: The last few years of writing have been really, um, I would say that's the hardest work because it's Call me right yeah. and it's like you got to get your words out there and you have to have the discipline to sit down and write when it's easier to put it off to go do something else and
1: so uh easier to write or easier to co-write with somebody
0: a oh, way easier to write i'm a control freak right, yeah so um
1: collaboration coll- can be difficult yeah, collaboration but when it is, works it's, it's, it's I, nice. I
0: agree and it's what i train on all the time and the process of you know like i just now handed over the draft to my next book to our incredible editing and revising team i just got it back from them um uh, in January, and looking, they, they just made my words more clear, brighter, stronger. And so, while that's indirect collaboration, uh, there's great value in that.
1: So you're teasing an, an, a next book. Okay, at the end when, when we start plugging stuff, I want to I want to circle back to that. Okay. But one thing that was on my mind is you, you said um, it sounded like you going through high school, you get to 12th grade, you have to choose a career path. So where's the transition happen from uh, being a teacher of fourth grade and, and whatever other grades you taught? How did you, what put you on the road to doing this? Actually teaching oh, teachers?
0: Oh, okay, so um, while I was still a classroom teacher and definitely when I was a coach, in that role, I was responsible for preparing little mini PDs. Like you have a PLC yeah. time, somebody in your building does a little mini training for you. I was responsible for that. And then I also had some really um, great things going on in my classroom that other people in the building noticed and they said, Hey, Nancy, can you show us how you're doing your guided reading rotations or whatever? And so I would put together something after school and it was purely optional. and. I started to get a little bit of a cult following in my own campus. You know, it was like three people at first, and then it turns into 10 people. And then it's like, like hey, I have a friend over at this other campus. And so then my school district kind of noticed that, and they reached out to me to do summer professional development within the district. Mm. And that kind of snowballed into, I was like, I really like this work. It's organic. It's like what I know, what I'm doing in my room, and I'm helping other teachers to not feel so overwhelmed and feel successful. It was great, so I did that for quite a few years, like summertime after school while I still was, um, you know, a a public school educator. And then um, I stayed at home for a few years to have my two girls. I didn't work at all for three years, and uh, when I was ready to go back to work, that's kind of when I was like, let me be smart and think through what's going to make me the most happy. I really enjoyed the professional development teaching teachers part. So that's when I kind of looked down that path. And I met um, John, my current boss, then. And and I had four rounds of interviews with him. had to create a PD out of nothing and teach it to him and four other random people that I didn't know and hope they liked it. And
1: And now you're the biggest star in the... The rest
0: is history. (laughs) Yeah, the rest is history.
1: So one of the questions I also wanted to get to um, in doing a little research was we talked about transitioning from not knowing what you're going to do to to being a teacher from being a teacher to being a um, I guess a coach and then from being a coach to being a full-time consultant traveling when when did the idea first come to write talk read talk right like and can you talk about that the night or the day that that happened
0: sure so um, I wouldn't say it was like a singular day most of my reading instruction fell into those patterns where they were talking a little reading a little writing a little talking a little that that actual formula was not something that was preset, but we were doing that without a formal name during instruction um, often. And then fast forward to my first few years of consulting, my boss really wants all of us out there to put what we know out there, right? He wants us to be a community of authors. And so he said, Nancy, you know, what are your ideas?
1: Oh, so he challenged you? To-
0: yeah, I mean, he okay. he definitely wanted me to write something, and I, you know, of course, I'm like, I don't, I don't really know, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah. And um, at the time, coincidentally, and this story is at the beginning of the book, um, I was switching over to new health insurance because I just started working for John, and so you know, my health insurance is there. Well, I was reading it, and I didn't know if we should stay on my husband's health insurance or get on this one, and it was like. Yes, it didn't make any sense to me. You know, it's not fun reading. Super right. Alarming, yeah. yeah. So I called my husband and I said, you know, I don't understand all this. Can you figure out whether we should transfer or not? Because I gotta fill this paperwork out by tomorrow. You know, like I was basically pushing it off on him. He's like, Babe, I'm busy. You need to just see if it has the stuff we need. And I was like, Well, what do we need? And he starts rattling all this stuff down. I said, Hang yeah. on, slow down. I was like, What do you he said, what's the out of pocket maximum? What's the deductible? Do they have maternity coverage? Like all these things. I write it down. Then I'm like, Okay, thanks. Thanks for your help. Even though he didn't give me any help. Yeah, yeah. Um, And I go back and I reread it with this kind of list of things I'm looking for. So now I'm reading for a purpose. Okay. And I was able to navigate this like boring, long, dense text because I had this purpose. So I reflected on that.
1: Now the idea for, man, I need a book idea. Come already. And then it's like. You yeah, know, this it didn't
0: have to come already. Though. It was like it, it kind of all I said, Oh my gosh, I just tried to read something just like my kids in my classroom we used to try to read something. It didn't make any sense. What did I do? I talked about it with my husband first, and that conversation produced that list to help me focus. Yeah, and then I read with that focus, and then we talked about it again to make sure I understood what I read better. And then I wrote about it, telling them what action I was going to take. What is that? Talk, read, talk, write. I was like, Oh that's even catchy. So I pitched it to my boss. He was like, yes, and, and kind of the rest is history.
1: Before I, I end this interview, I, I'm always fascinated by the, the kind of people that the education field attracts. Yeah. And um, no one person is like, but we all do share similar qualities. So the question is, you know, why teaching? Why why this job? Why this field? It's not the, uh, the easiest job in the world. The pay is not the greatest. So why does Nancy Motley choose to be in, in the teaching field?
0: Um, I was raised in a house where we're very service oriented, you know, like, like, what's your point in being here if you're not helping others? And I kind of, without getting too kind of high and mighty about it, I, I believe that to the core of who I am, that part of me being on this earth is leaving it in a better place. And I can't think of a profession that has a, bit, a greater impact for that than, than education. I'm also an extrovert, like I'm a people person. So if you put me in a cubicle, I would die. I would be miserable, yeah. right? Absolutely. So there's some self fulfilling pieces as well, and that, you know, teaching is collaborative. Like what I do now, I'm in front of audiences of 20, 30, 50, 100, 200 every day. And when I'm with kids, I get to build relationships with them, I get to affect their lives in a positive way. And that um, dramatically motivates me. And I would say now that I have my own kids, right? Audrey's 13, Caroline's 12. It's even more important to me to like use my skills for the next generation.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Motley, for, yeah. for being on. Uh, is there anything you want to plug? I know you had mentioned another book. I don't, have
0: a, I don't have a solid plug yet, but look in the summer of 2020, okay. this coming summer for another Nancy Motley book.
1: And if people want to get in touch with you or follow up with you, where sure. can they go?
0: Um, I'm on Twitter at Nancy Motley, M-O-T-L-E-Y. That's my last name, like Motley Crew. And then all caps, T-R-T-W. So at Nancy Motley, T-R-T-W. Uh, if you'd like to email me, it's Nancy at John Seidlitz, J O H N S E I D L I T Z.com.
1: Super easy to remember. Yep. All right. Again, this is uh, my, again, I'm Joel, oops, Mike, again, I'm Joel Nieto. This has been the High Teach podcast, the podcast that goes beyond the classroom, beyond the lessons, and gives a focus on the person involved. Thank you so much for awesome. joining me. Thank me. you. Right, Super thank you. fun. And cut.